This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live Podcast. Real talk about talent acquisition, recruiting, sourcing, and hiring. With the godfather of sourcing. And now, welcome to Shally's Alley. With your host, the legend of legends, the big Bahumi, the salt in your shaker, Shally Steckerl. So how do you grow the efficiency and optimize your recruitment and sourcing process? That's a big question. There's a lot to it. But let me start with just giving you 10 things that you can do. We'll call it bullet points. You can implement talent pipelining. That's where you start being a little bit more predictive instead of prescriptive about your sourcing. So you know that you're going to hire lots of salespeople and you start building a pipeline of salespeople. Number two, you can improve your brand. Higher brand recognition means more inbound candidates and higher quality inbound candidates and less friction in the process, less pushing the wheel up the hill kind of. You can improve engagement. That's different than branding. That's improving the conversation between the candidates and improving responses, improving the deliverability of your emails so that you get more responses from your outreach. You can also increase operational efficiency. That's where you reduce friction in the process. I'm going to come back and tell you a story about that. And you can also look to increase the speed of hire, how you can recruit and source faster. That can be done through tools and automation. That can be done procedurally. That could be done through uh, outsourcing some tasks or eliminating tasks. You can also increase the quality of hire. Now, don't get me started with that one. There's lots of ways to increase quality of hire, but I think sourcing is a very big technique to use to improve quality of hire because you reduce the amount of candidates presented to a hiring manager, focusing in on just bringing in the candidates that are the most fit. So you're eliminating some of the waste inherent in the recruiting process when you don't have that. You can reduce costs. And by reducing costs, you can apply the savings to other things that are more efficient. So it's not about just spending less money. It's about spending it more wisely. Or you can spend less. You can reach new channels that you never reached before. Those new channels bring in new candidates and new efficiencies. You can use sourcing as a way to gather intelligence and get ahead of market trends. If you know a company is going to have layoffs, then you can start recruiting those people before it's announced. If you know a company is going to move headquarters or whatever, you can get ahead of the curve. If you know they're going to launch a product, you can get ahead of the curve. And then finally, the 10th one is to just retain the knowledge. Your sourcers and your recruiters are out there banging their heads on the wall day in and day out, and they're learning how to do things at your company. They're learning how to get around obstacles and how to get things done within your culture and your organization. If you don't keep that when they leave, then that's lost, and the next generation has to relearn that all over again. Now, you know that someone that's been successful in recruiting for a company for four years knows a lot more about the organization than someone that just started. You know this because a lot of times you get the rookie and put him in with the senior recruiter and say, hey, learn from them. But there's no system to capture this. There's no way to retain this knowledge in most organizations. So simply building that knowledge retention mechanism is another way. Now, I said I was going to come back to a story on operational efficiency because I just kind of left that hanging out there. There's a lot of ways you can improve operational efficiency, but here's one that I found when I was doing a diagnostic for one of our clients. Part of our process when we start out is we do a full diagnostic that essentially asks the question, 
where are you now? Because they want us to help them get to where they want to go. They have a strategy. They have a destination they want to go to, whether that is improve quality, reduce cost, improve efficiency, whatever it is. They have goals. Either they want to centralize their recruiting or they want to integrate recruiting and sourcing together or they want to improve capabilities or institutionalize sourcing, proactive sourcing or pipelining, or they're responding to globalization pressures, whatever their reason for calling us. So we first start with just simply diagnosing where they are because quite frankly, you, you cannot get there if you don't know where here is. To get from here to there, the first part of it is where is here. We can help your organization bridge that gap from here to there, but only when we know where we're starting. So that's the first step. Now, in this particular example, the diagnostic discovered through this process that we discovered that the organization did not have a very, let's just say, they did not adhere to an intake meeting process when recruiters took on new requisitions. They thought they had one, but after we did the, um, the, the diagnostic and, and did some of the interviews, we discovered that most recruiters didn't use the prescribed recruiting intake form or intake meeting questionnaire. In fact, some recruiters didn't use anything at all, didn't even have an intake, and others had their own completely separate. What was happening as a result of not having a full or a thorough or even an adequate intake was that recruiters were sending resumes to hiring managers that were just not a fit. They were basically using the rec as their order. They were using what's on the requisition as their keywords and search terms. They were finding candidates that matched on paper what's on the requisition. But the hiring manager would say, no, 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 that's not what I want. Why can't you find what I'm looking for? That's not what I want. And they weren't providing any more feedback because they were getting frustrated. So the hiring managers kept complaining, the recruiters don't send me enough resumes. That was the feedback the leadership was, was hearing. Hiring managers saying, not enough resumes. Well, when we asked the recruiters what their problem was or what they complained about, they said, no feedback from hiring managers. This is like two ships passing each other in the dark, going in opposite directions. The hiring managers weren't more resumes and the recruiters don't know what kind of resumes to send. So they're like, sure, we'll send you more, but we don't know what kind. So we're just going to give you more garbage. Not intentionally, but we don't know how to, where to aim. So paradoxically, the answer in this particular case was to reduce the number of candidates that were sent to the hiring managers. And to do that, we needed to improve the intake and be consistent about it and ask better questions and drill down on things like all the must-haves. Rather than assuming that the requirements are all set in stone, the process includes asking questions about whether or not those requirements really truly are requirements. Do they really need to have 10 years of experience in a technique or a software that has only existed for five years? Now, I can get into a whole... Uh, dissertation on why hiring do that. But at the end of the day, we all know that there are things in the requirements that are really nice to have that would elevate a candidate to the top of the list. But if eliminated from the requirements would not make the job, um, you know, not matched to that particular person. So you need to get down to that. So the intake process and consistency and, you know, asking the right kinds of questions in this particular case helped hiring managers feel like they were getting better candidates because they were getting fewer, more matched candidates in their eyes, that was better quality, and they started providing feedback. So rather than getting 10 garbage resumes and then saying, that's not what I want, and then they get another 10 garbage resumes, now they were getting three or four, and they actually gave feedback on the three or four, why they didn't like them, then the next three or four would be a little bit better. And this really just came down to having a consistent intake process. So 
as I said, there's many different ways that you can improve operational efficiency. But the end of the, at the end of the day, what you really want to look at is where is your organization not efficient now? And to do that, you need to start with a diagnostic to find out where you are. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at RecruitingDaily.com.